So a young person, a young man in our community, was getting ready to celebrate his 16th birthday, and so he came to me one day and said, Father, will you please pray a novena that my parents will buy me a Tesla for my 16th birthday? <laughs> so I, would, I said, what's a Tesla? And he said, Father, it's this great new car. It's one of the hottest cars on the market. I said, well, look, I'm not going to pray for that, but I'll pray that the Lord will give you many blessings. Well, this young man was very persistent. He said, you know what? I'm going to go to Deacon Fran. <laughs> so he goes to Deacon Fran. He says, Deacon Fran, will you please pray a novena that my parents will buy me a Tesla for my 16th birthday? And Deacon Fran said the same thing. He said, well, what's a Tesla? He said, Deacon Fran, it's one of these great new cars. He said, well, look, I'm not going to pray that, but I'll, I'll pray that the Lord will give you many blessings. So finally, this young man said, Father Ray. I'm going to go to Father Ray because I know Father Ray will do this for me. So he goes to Father Ray and says, Father Ray, will you please pray a novena that my parents will buy me a Tesla for my 16th birthday? And Father Ray looks at this young man. He says, what's a novena? <laughs> That is not a true story. <laughs> and Father Ray gave me permission to make fun of him. So. But the gospel does prompt us to ask this question, though. What is prayer? What is prayer? In one word, Jesus answers this question for us in the gospel. He answers it for his disciples and for us. His disciples approach him and they say, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. And so Jesus answers, when you pray, say, Father. When you pray, say, Father. He goes on to teach them the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father, the prayer that we say every day, every Mass. But the first word of this prayer that Jesus teaches his disciples reveals to us what is the heart of prayer, the heart of prayer? When Jesus says, when you pray, say, Father, Jesus makes it clear that prayer is first and foremost about a personal relationship with God, a personal and loving relationship, a friendship with the Lord. Now, for many people, prayer is not about a relationship. For many people, prayer is simply about asking God for things. Now, true, the prayer of petition is important. Jesus even talks to us about it in the rest of this gospel that we hear. He says, ask and you will receive. And so the prayer of petition is very important. It's the Lord wants us to ask for things. He wants us to ask for those good and holy things in our lives, for for help and difficulty, for healing and sickness, for healing and protection for our family, anyone who might be sick. We pray for these things. These are good. But the prayer of petition is not the heart of prayer. You know, at our youth group this past Thursday, Linda Norton led our young people in a prayer experience with Scripture, and then they reflected on their experience. One of the girls reminded me as she was sharing, she reminded me about an analogy that I had used in one of my homilies in the past. I didn't even remember it. She said, you know, you, you once said that we 
often treat God like an ATM machine. And it's true. Oftentimes, our prayer is just like going to God, going to an ATM machine. We just expect him to give us what we ask. But when Jesus begins by saying, Father, he makes it clear that the heart of Christian prayer is friendship with the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our life of prayer, our very life of faith, is based on a personal relationship with the Lord. You know, as we contemplate Jesus in the Gospels, that's what we see. We see Jesus at prayer in the Gospels. He spent long hours in prayer. Why? Because he was in union with his Father, in loving union with his Father, in an intimate relationship with his Father. The Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches, quote, the mystery of faith requires that the faithful believe in it, that they celebrate it, and that they live from it in a vital and personal relationship with the living and true God. This relationship is prayer. That's what the Catechism says. This relationship with God is prayer. St. Teresa of Avila, the great doctor of prayer, tells us prayer is nothing else than being on terms of friendship with God. And the great St. Therese of Lisieux says prayer is a surge of the heart. It is a simple look turned toward heaven. It is a cry of recognition and love, embracing both trial and joy. And so if prayer is about relationship with God, then the question is, how should we pray? How should we pray? Allow me to offer you a practical approach to prayer for, to help us to grow in our life of prayer. When we pray, we should always find a quiet, sacred space. We shouldn't just pray on the go when we're getting ready in the morning and driving to work, and that's the extent of our prayer. Now, granted, that's a good thing to pray when we're getting ready and driving and all that, but that shouldn't be the extent of our prayer. We should find a sacred place, a quiet place. Maybe come to church if you can. Find a place in your home. I was reminded that this week is the 20th anniversary of the Adoration Chapel at Immaculate Conception. How blessed we are in this town to have perpetual adoration. One of the best places to pray, the best place to pray, is before our Lord in the Eucharist. So maybe you can find time to go to the Adoration Chapel at Immaculate Conception, or even make a commitment to pray there, even just an hour a week. But find a quiet place. And at the beginning of your prayer, take several moments, even several minutes, to just simply become aware of God's loving presence. One of my favorite ways to pray is just to become aware of the fact that Jesus is looking upon me with love. That can be the extent of your prayer. If you just sit for several minutes and just allow yourself to be aware of the fact that the Lord is looking upon you with love, infinite love, unconditional love. No words need to be said, no petitions, just simply basking in the presence of God. 
being aware of his loving gaze upon us. This is a beautiful way to pray, and I propose it to you because I think if we pray this way, then we can't help but to grow in our friendship with the Lord. Our friendship with the Lord will grow deeper and deeper as we become aware of his loving presence with us. I encourage you to do this, by the way, when you come into church for Mass. When you come in and you sit or kneel, take several moments to become aware of God's loving presence, to become aware of his gaze of love upon you. When you pray, Jesus says, say, Father. As we grow in our prayer, I pray that each one of us become more and more aware of the Lord's love, his infinite, unconditional love for each one of us.